0: What's going on, guys? It is Bryson here. Of course, it's Super Bowl week. Patriots are in it. You guys can cry. What is this like? What is this LB? Is this the? Is this like the tenth straight Patriots Super Bowl? Like, what is this? I'm losing count. It seems like the preseason is now the AFC championship. <laughs> well, for the Patriots.
1: it's it's somebody um, somebody was saying earlier. Somebody in one of the chats ran. They were saying uh, they were talking about how these two weeks suck. And he's a Chiefs fan. I said, "Oh, you mean the Patriots weeks? That's pretty much what it's become now. It's like (laughs) the two weeks of you know Patriots coverage. Two more weeks of Patriots coverage for us now. Like, you know, I don't want to ever take this for granted. I've actually, I've, I've honestly tried to like enjoy it more this year. Some years in the past, I've kind of been like, you know, whatever, and it's media week and." you know, you, you enjoy it, but you, this year I've actually really tried hard to enjoy it and to have fun with it. Cause I mean, you never know when this run's going to end, but for now I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, you know, it, it honestly feel it doesn't feel like it's close to ending yet. Cause it feels like they will be better next year than they are this year even, but it, it's just, it's, it's Patriots weeks, man. I, w- I would call it Patriots week, but it's obviously two weeks. So it sound, you know, fucking weird. And I don't want to sound like a weirdo. I don't need any help with being a weirdo, you know. It comes natural to me. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, we don't know what it's like for other fans in, during this time. But I can tell you from experience, if you've never been to a Super Bowl or like a national championship game, leading up to it, it's just an event. Like being at the Super Bowl. I've been to a Super Bowl before. It's just like a total event. You would people envision these games and think it's like. All, they're all Pats fans or they're all you know Seahawks fans or they're all Rams fans. And the truth is these tickets are given to people and so there's various fans. like I sat beside a Cowboys fan who's wearing Seahawks gear. So there's just all sorts of people. It's like a mixing pot of NFL fans. and if you're lucky enough to be a fan and get a ticket, you go and that's awesome. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. So it just feels like an event like you have Media Week, which is really cool. You get to hear a lot of good things from the players. Bill Belichick (laughs) might smile. Tom Brady is talking. You you have him sitting up there with Jared Goff, which is really cool and stuff. And actually, the funniest thing from this week is by far um, Stool Presidente, Dave Portnoy, getting a, a media press pass going up there. And for those of you that didn't see... He started off with Todd Gurley. He started asking Todd Gurley questions. And Todd Gurley, if you he didn't hear, cost him, I think he said forty grand. So he essentially called Todd <laughs> Gurley a coward to his face. And then he told Andom Kinsu he better watch his back if he ever tries some funny stuff for Tom Brady to this game. So he is my hero for this. And if I ever got a media pass, I would do this. I think. I think I would do this. And I love to see it. And I, act, I, you know, I was like you, like I was very indifferent on Bolson Barstool, but now I just, I'm like full Barstool. Like I love them. I've the absolutely
1: been in the past where I've been like, well, you know, they're okay, I guess. And, you know, I, I used to say Portnoy kind of annoying, but this was hilarious. I, I heard him talk <laughs> when he said to Goff, oh dude, I'm in your head. I'm in your head. I wasn't sure where he was going with it. And then he says, um, Goff says something and Portnoy goes, yeah, I want bad things to happen to you guys, dude. I started, like, fucking, I started crying. I was like, he really said, I want bad things to happen to you guys. And the way he said that to Sue is like, I don't want no funny business or I'll meet you in the locker room after the game. And he just says, um, yeah, you have a nice day, sir. (laughs) That's, that's, that was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. I don't know if you saw this too, um, Minahan kind of confronted, this morning, Kirk Minahan confronted Goodell a little bit on video, and I guess Goodell poked him and made a whole thing out of it, but Goodell will not talk about Barstool. He is so rattled by Barstool. It is incredible. I mean G- goodell is just scared of these guys. And you know, Dave Brown made a great point. You know how, you know, Dave Brown's whatever, but he made a great point. He said, the reason that these guys are hated is because by Goodell is because these guys actually challenged Goodell. You know, they they went to New York and they um they all got arrested, I think, right? And thrown in jail because they all Protested out in front of the uh, the headquarters in New York, and they went really hard for Brady, and they went after uh, Goodell. They they questioned Goodell. So, what has Goodell done since? He's taken away their credentials. They're not allowed at Super Bowl week, so they had to sneak in this year. And you know, Brown made a great point, man. It's pretty sad that something as big as Barstool, because it's massive now, they would be banned from Super Bowl week all for challenging Goodell's authority. And it does tell you that these, all these, they're all scared of the NFL. They bow down to the NFL. It's unbelievable, but Portnoy has some fucking balls, dude. That man is just balls. He's obviously 90% testicles, because that was one of the funniest things I've seen all year. Probably one of the funniest things you'll see this year, honestly.
0: I really don't get it from the NFL, because if you watch these videos or see the numbers they do on twitter they have like 5000 these videos have like 5000 retweets and like thousands and thousands of likes so it's only it's only marketing the nfl more it's just it would only help them to embrace barstool but instead they they shun them out and now they're just going to get more shit i know roger Goodell doesn't care because he makes 40 million a year and he really probably doesn't care about anything you know let's the kicker josh brown beat his wife only suspends him for two games then media backlash gets him and then he finally bows down so it seems like he just goes goes with uh the flow but he apparently doesn't want to go with the flow of Barcel. and this is sad to see Roger Goodell be such a clown real quick too clown.
1: I've mentioned this tweet that you had in the past I'm gonna have to bring it back up tonight retweet it when I'm um... You said about the, um, you know, you did the little handshake emoji and um, you shared the Saints fans and Patriots fans thing that the chart came out with the actual real numbers of who will be supporting who in New Orleans and uh, Louisiana. They're all rooting for the Patriots. And once again, we're all kind of like on the same page, us and Saints fans, we all universally fucking hate Goodell. Um, and I'm sure by now you've seen the Sean Payton picture where he was very obviously wearing the Goodell clown shirt underneath his uh his polo at the press conference. Did you
0: saw that, right? Oh yeah, it's totally awesome. I love Sean Payton. I love the Saints. They supported us during Deflate Gate. I say us. I mean the Patriots. They supported the Patriots during Deflate Gate. The Patriots supported them during Bounty Gate. If you just look at their ads, just search their ads on Twitter, you'll find all sorts of support from each. They had joint practices. I mean, they essentially gifted the Patriots. They did. and Key I Hicks. loved Hicks. Hicks was awesome. I
1: mean, they, <laughs> he was so dominant in that 2015 championship game. He was one of the guys that really showed up to play. I think he had two sacks. At the very least, he had one on Peyton. But it's awesome. You know, you, you said this a month ago. You had this tweet. It it, it it was popular. It was a really big tweet. It was impossible to miss for a lot of Pats fans where, you, you know, you did the little shake hands emoji and, It's funny how timing worked out because we talked about this on our first NFL pod there like three weeks ago, whatever it was now. You said about how we're all kind of united between these two fan bases and here we are again, (laughs) all hating Goodell. And, you know, once again, we're all on the same page. It's not just Patriots fans that can't stand this dude. You know, Cowboys fans have been there with the Ezekiel Elliott thing and. It's just a funny thing, man. I, I, I love it when everybody else around the league gets a taste of what we dealt with during the flake gate because this guy is such a crooked piece of shit. Um, I think everybody should know it. D- did you see the two? Uh, Portnoy went on um, Fox News. did an interview. That was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that. Actually, I, I don't think we would want it any other way, even though Roger Goodell sucks. It's so fun to clown on him because <laughs> he sucks so bad. So everyone just gets a kick out of clowning on this guy all the time, including me. So it's, I mean, I don't know if I'd rather have any other way. Just clown, just us getting together and clowning on this clown. I know he screwed the Patriots during Deflate Gate and the Saints during Bounty Gate and, and things like that. But man, it's oh, just fun to hate the guy. You got to have a villain. It wouldn't be funny if it was. It wouldn't be fun if he was Adam Silver, like just agreeing with everything all the time and loving everything. Like, I kind, of, I kind of like it. You know,
1: you're right about that. I mean, it's it's like we – once again, something that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you said the people need the Patriots in Super Bowls, and they might not know it, they might not realize it, but they need the Patriots because, you know, you hate them. And when the Super Bowl comes, who is everybody picking? And even if you're not picking the Rams, who who is 90% of the country rooting for? You know, like I said, it was – the states that are root for the Patriots are New England states, New Orleans, and Michigan. Who, by the way, I love. I love how Michigan hypes Virginia. up Brady now too. Like they didn't do everything they could to bench the guy
0: every <laughs> fucking opportunity they got. You know, that is extremely good. Also, West Virginia. You can't forget West Virginia. It <laughs> might have just been because of my tweet. What, are you serious? Put it on the map like that because I can. Yeah, West Virginia was one of them, but I can assure you that most of West Virginia Steelers fans, and they are definitely cheering for the Rams, especially because a lot of uh, a lot of West Virginia people are pseudo Rams fans. Oh, that makes some sense. So, Bailey and Tavon Austin. Austin's gone now. I don't buy this, but I think it was. Yeah, but they, you know how they are. They just kind of latch onto the Rams. Mm -hmm. It's easier to like them. They don't. They're they're not quite hated yet. So, they, you know, it seems like the Rams are a very fun team to be the team that brings down the hated American, American hated Patriots. But it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like they're getting that much love. Like you would assume that in during this game that 90% of America would just like grasp onto the Rams. It seems like they're all like, is everyone just bound down to the Patriots in this game after picking against them the entire year? They, because this is what they did all every year, all season, September rolls around, October rolls all Patriots suck. They're, they're different this year. It's just different. It's just different. And then November comes. They, they start their winning streak. They inevitably will lose one in December, and then they suck again. And no one thinks they can win a playoff game, and the media picks against them. And then we got to the Super Bowl. Like, they pick, the media pick, picked against the Patriots in the Chargers game. They definitely didn't think they would win the Chiefs game. And then we get to the Super Bowl, and it's like no one's hyping up the Rams. Is it just because they don't have fans, or is it just because the people, the fans, and the media are just—they're just done it's, being wrong, or they're just—it's funny that you just—I don't know what it is. You would you would think you would think that the Rams would be the perfect Patriots opponent to. Come behind you, have Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald. You'd think everyone would just flock to these players that everyone seems to love and the coach that everyone seems to love and pick against the Patriots just because they hate them, but they haven't. It's done. funny that you just said that.
1: So, first, I wasn't sure what you meant. You said um, bow down, and I think you might have just hit the nail on the head because it's almost like everybody said, Okay, look, we made them into underdogs, we shit on them so bad all year. They're terrible. The dynasty's dead. They're back in the Super Bowl because of it, and they're like, fuck! What did we do? We created a monster here. You know what we'll do? Some reverse psychology shit. We'll start picking the Patriots again. We'll, st- we'll just all pretend like we, we think the Patriots are going to win, just in case, because that way it's a win. If we say we think the Patriots will win now, you know, we can say we were right after the fact, but if they lose it's it's amazing because the patriots lost i really think it's like they've turned this into a yeah, win-win this... scenario type of deal
0: they have and what's what's happening is that the public is betting on the patriots in astronomical levels which mm. scares the shit out of me as i follow gambling all the time once it hits once the public hits a certain number it's almost inev- inevitable that team's going to lose so the patriots have all sorts of money on them and what happens is Since they've picked against the Patriots this whole time, now they're here, like you said. So what's going to happen is you bet on the Patriots. So if they win, you're like, okay, well, you know, they were supposed to win. But if they lose, it's like it's over. You know, they latch onto it. Oh, it's over. Yeah, the Patriots suck. I picked them to win. They shouldn't have lost. Overrated sucks. That's what'll happen after the game. The Patriots look lose. Yeah, that's exactly. It's
1: it's incredible. Woof, motherfucking woof. Because I'm not buying it. Um, I did see though. a thing the other day, um, six of the eight guys on uh, NFL Network picked the Rams, and uh, the only two that picked the Patriots were Reggie Bush and Reggie Wayne. And um, I can kind of see Bush; he's like still very, um, very um, Saints eccentric, I guess would be the word. He, he seems to still root for the Saints, and uh, you know maybe he's still upset. I know Saints fans are pissed. Like I said, they're they they seem to really be back the Patriots in this one. They don't feel the Rams deserve to be there. And Reggie Wayne's kind of surprised me because he's hated on the Patriots in the past. And, you know, he, he was there for a cup of coffee and he kind of quit on the team, you know, cause he's a big puss, but Reggie Wayne's a guy. I can't stand, but that's a story for another day. Um, it, it's just, it's classic, classic. I wish that we could pull clips from um, when I came on, I joined your podcast during the uh, after the Titans game and um, you know, that was supposed to be the end. That was the, the notorious Brady has a noodle for an arm. Max Kellerman take. And um, let's face facts. The Patriots aren't supposed to be here. I mean, everybody can tell tell you now they can say anything they want. And, and people look at the betting lines and they think, well, you know, they're not an underdog because of this. And I love it because that's not how Vegas necessarily works. You know, you know, you know, I, I won't speak on it too much because, you know, gambling much better than me. From what I've come to understand is, it's about generating money. It's about generating action. Now, just because a team's favorite doesn't necessarily mean that Vegas believes they'll win. Correct? I mean, you you know a lot more about it than me.
0: I I was under the impression that the NFC would team would be favored no matter what. So maybe someone someone has disputed this and that the Patriots were initially favorites anyway. But I think from what I've heard that the NFC teams would be favored anyway. And initially they kind of were. And then the money, all the money back to the Patriots and has just pushed it the other way, which is, I don't know what the line is right now, but I, this really, scares me. I hate me. it. Yeah. So, I, I love the, uh,
1: we just got to keep hoping, you know, look, we still have, have uh, the gift that keeps on giving the uh, Brady H thing. We had um, Michael Brockers come out and say, Brady's not the same guy. I believe he was asked about Nickel Roby Coleman's comments. You know, we all know about Coleman by now. He said, uh, Brady's not the same guy anymore. He's 41 years old. He doesn't make the same play as he used to, you know, he's just not as good. And he fed right into the Brady thing. I mean, he fed right into it. And if there's one thing that I know you're kind of not that you're not like a big, um, you know, if you're, you're, you're really, you're into the mindset that if you're in the Super Bowl, you don't need extra motivation. But if there was one thing I said, well, Bryson, you can't say this though this week because it might actually provide some bulletin board material for Super Bowl. Now, it's true. You don't, you probably don't need a lot of motivation, but if there was one thing you could have not said. What, it, what would it have been in your opinion?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would want to talk about Tom Brady. And the other thing about this is, the guy said that Tom Brady is not the same as when he was 24. Yeah, he's not the same. You know why? Because mm-hmm. he's a better quarterback now. What is Tom Brady? What was Tom Brady better at when he was 24 than he is now? Mm-hmm. He's not better at anything. His, I would argue, his arm is probably the same if not better due to his mechanics, his accuracy is better. His brain's better. He moves around the pocket way better. It's not even arguable. He's a way better quarterback than what, than what he was. I just don't – I don't understand that. I don't know why you would want to take shots at take shots at a Tom Brady. I mean, it's – I think, in my opinion, like Pat, Trunk, Pat Chung said that they were going to kick the Rams' ass, and that's okay because you're just talking about the team in general. I mean, that's okay. But once you start start talking about individuals, Tom Brady – I don't know if I want to do that. I think that's not the right move to make. I know a lot of people didn't love what Chung said. I don't really care either way, but man, Brandon Brandon Cook said the same thing. Yeah, you did. You know, and
1: and I think some of that stemmed from Josh Reynolds going on national um, NFL Network, going on national TV, saying the Patriots can't stop us, and man, he said they can't stop us
0: yeah that's not what I'm he said say. it you know
1: and it seems like that's kind of gotten swept under the radar but I guarantee you the Patriots heard it and you know I whether or not anybody believes you need more motivation for the Super Bowl that's that's up to you but what I do know is this the Patriots do use it going all the way back to 2004 or 2005 whatever you know the year the game was played the Philadelphia Eagles they'd um already made plans for their parade route and Belichick pulled it up the night before he, he, they were all doing their walkthrough and Belichick um, they were watching film actually, perhaps at this point he, he pulled it up and he said, well, uh, here's the, um, you can find it on YouTube, actually YouTube. It's actually pretty cool. Um, he pulls it up and he says, so tomorrow, you know, they're going to be going down this street and this is where they're going to be doing Tuesday and they're going to be doing their parade route through here. And Belichick the way he did. It was so cool. Like I'm getting chills thinking about it. He, he played it in front of the team. They're all watching it. And, Belichick's making the point known. Yeah, they're already planning the Super Bowl route. So he not use anything for motivation. He he's so good at that, and he's busted that out this year. And it pisses people off so bad to see the Patriots be played off as underdogs. It really makes people mad. But you know what? Go fuck yourself. Because people did say they sucked all year. Many times the Miami Miracle was supposed to be the beginning of the end. You know the Pittsburgh douchebag there that um said he hopes Brady gets hurt Sunday by Aaron Donald. He had all those tweets saying, you know, the Steelers delivered the, the final blow to the dynasty. And, you know, he had all these tweets saying it's over. And look, you guys all said it. You pissed them off. They're here now. It is what it is. You know, I, re- I really feel that way. They, they did say it, though, man. They can, they can backtrack now. But if, I don't know if you guys follow Fear the Beard. It's at FTBeard underscore 17. Um, great Patriots account. Great follow. He provides all the content that you'll need. He has a whole thread about it. It was featured on Barstool. They all they all created this, man. This isn't some made-up thing, you know?
0: I know we both talked about this, and it's really important for America to hear that the greatest drinking game that's going to come to them. No one's going to have a, big, a, a better drinking game. I'm doing my best Donald Trump here. No one's going to have a bigger, better drinking game. <laughs> it's going to be the best drinking game. So you and I have come up... With a little list you probably have it in your hands, I've got mine too. So we we can either spitball, we can go one by one, maybe we can make up some as we go. But I'm gonna start off. Um, drink every time they show on the sideline. <laughs>
1: it, it, so that's gonna be the new J J Watt. I remember uh, J J Watt heard a couple of years ago. Remember they used to show him like doing jumping jacks and shit. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was. It used to be so funny. They'd show him every, he'd just be standing there chewing bubble gum and they'd show him like, look at this man. Look at this beautiful man. <laughs> look at his muscles. He's just, he's just standing there and would be like, they show this guy more than the actual game. You know, they used to do that a lot with what cup though. Quick note. Great player. Great player. Um, I don't know if, if his law, it seems to have affected the team, but great player. Um, we love it. We love, we love Cooper cup. Here's one. Um, how many times do you think they mention former Patriot Brandon Cooks?
0: Yep, drink every time you, you hear Brandon Cooks being compared. Actually, all of you guys need to take out your notes and just write these down because I'm doing this on game day. I'm <laughs> doing this on game day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink to all of these. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is absolutely going to be mentioned. Um, I'm not going to lie. I would be lying if I told you I wasn't rooting for Brandon Cooks to be laying on the turf in this game like you did last year i'm sorry to say it america i had to say it someone was people are thinking about it people have said this in twitter chats i'm just here to say it If brandon cooks gets knocked out i'm not going to be upset here's the thing i'm sorry go ahead the the guy the guy tried to hurdle someone last year in the super bowl and then ran backwards 10 yards and then got ear hold and i'm supposed to feel bad for him no no thank you the, and luckily, Tom Brady is so great that it didn't matter. He got knocked out, and it didn't matter.
1: <laughs> well, like, like I said before on one of your pods, I said I had this thing. I was thinking to myself. I thought it was such a great take. And I was like, man, imagine if Cooks didn't get knocked out, he would have been awesome that game. And then everybody just kind of shit on me. Like LB Brady had 500 fucking passing yards, bro. They didn't need. It. And I was like, yeah, you're right. All right, I'll take this L. They didn't. <laughs> Cooks wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't have made no difference. You know, nice player, but. He was lost that game, man. I think I, I it was Andre. Can, I cannot root for this guy to, to do well. And like I said, I hope he gets smoked, whether or not he le- – I hope <laughs> he gets smoked. I do. He got laid out, and Eagles fans think they have one on us when they'll show, like, the, um, the gifs of him hurtling a dude, getting slammed to the turf, or him getting laid. We,
0: I love this. Exactly.
1: I love those – like, you're not hurting my feelings. This guy pissed me off. This does not hurt me. Here, I'll share another. <laughs> Let me share another angle. Here, oh, yeah. Did you ever see this angle? Here's mine. Fuck Brandon Cooks. You know, that's why when he responded to Chung, I was thinking, dude, shut up. Soft, soft. This dude's a softy. Nice player, very good player. Yeah, he's fast. Fuck him. Fuck Brandon Cooks. I hope he gets cooked. Seriously. All right. Um, so now, now the key to that one is, of course, you have to not just say his name. Cause you're, you're probably, hopefully you don't hear his name at all. But if they talk about him being a former Patriots, I bet you every time he touched the ball, there's former Patriot, Brandy cooks. Of course he played in the Super Bowl last year. And let's just, here's an additional one. If not only if they talk about him, as soon as they show him getting laid the fuck out, you absolutely have to take a shot.
0: You have to finish your drink.
1: <laughs> you have to finish the whole bottle. <laughs> it's gonna make anybody want to drink anyways so if you're a Patriots fan anyways now who's next, right, you, want next to share? you got it okay yeah. let's go
0: yeah I got, I got the next one here I'm gonna share two because they're similar so anytime that they pan to Sean McVay and they talk about his age or they pan to Tom Brady well Tom Brady's 41 and I don't know how he's still doing this or Sean McVay's 30 whatever he is and I don't know how. To just take a drink. This is going to be super annoying. You'll get mad drunk during the game if you just take this advice and write these down because I I can assure you that they're going to talk about these at least four times. We might be giving people alcohol poisoning by even mentioning this. Oh, we are,
1: we are, we're uh, we are as simple as that. We are because look, if you don't want to remember the Super Bowl, absolutely drink every single time they talk. Tom Brady's forty-one. Sean McVay is you know. Who even fucking cares anymore? Who cares how old he is? How old is Bill Belichick? How come they never talk about how old Bill Belichick is? You know? Sure, he doesn't look like a corpse out there. Like Coughlin, he used to look like a corpse. I mean, we the Patriots lost two Super Bowls to a dead body in Giants gear. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. But, you know, they're, they're going to talk about how old these guys are. Ad nauseum. Oh, man, Sean McVeigh, And then our, we, we love Queen Shy. You know, she's great. At Shy, whatever the hell the, the Roman numerals are. We love Shy. She's, she has the hots for him. So, you know, naturally, whenever a girl I know says a guy's hot, I'm just like, no, he's ugly. He's ugly. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Alonzo had these great tweets where he was saying Belichick's handsome and McVeigh's ugly. And I was like, I applaud you, Alonzo. I love you, buddy. Fuck Sean McVeigh and how handsome he is. Bill Belichick is way cuter. Debate a wall.
0: Yeah, he is definitely way more cute. All right, what's the next one? LB? <laughs> He's I'm sure you got He's way more cute.
1: Um, here's one. And you can kind of put these together if you want. It's up to you. But did you know Julian Edelman played quarterback in college?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He did? He did. Oh, he- oh, wait. It's, it, get, it gets worse, LB. What they're gonna do if they they're gonna show highlights of Julian Edelman and Sean McVay because they played each other in college? No, so if way. That, yeah, if if you, yeah, I don't know if you've heard this or not. I've only heard it 500 times this week, but if if they show the clip of Edelman versus Sean McVay, or if they show the stat score sheet, you might you have to finish your drink. If they just mention it, just take a drink because they're absolutely gonna show this Edelman playing quarterback. And also Sean McVay played against them. They're, they're going to spew this ad nauseum and it's going to be super annoying. I might mute my TV after I'm blackout <laughs> drunk in the second quarter because of it. You're
1: not going to be able to find the mute button, buddy. Cause let me tell you something. They're going to talk about these guys. Julian Edelman was playing quarterback. It's funny though. Cause Julian Edelman was like a baller quarterback. Sean McVay was just this shitty wide receiver. That's the thing. He's known as the, the quarterback whisperer, but he was a wide receiver and uh, at Miami university, I, I think it, the Redhawks, or I think it's isn't that the school where uh, where Rape Man Big went ben. to uh, Big Ben there.
0: Yeah, Big Ben. Yep. Yeah, that's
1: where he went to school and
0: what I, what a school. Actually, I'll, we can stop there because I have something to say that I totally forgot about. I don't know if you saw this, but on the news in Pittsburgh, they show Tom Brady and they put "cheater" underneath of them. I don't know what what else words but you might know. What else? What else it said? But it said essentially "cheater." It said "known hey guys. Known cheater. Hey guys, your your quarterback, known rapist, settled with someone out of court. He goes hard in the paint and bathrooms. Let's just relax a little bit on quarterbacks here. I mean,
1: they say, well, he was innocent, there was no evidence. Okay. We're gonna get a little serious for a second and uh we won't make light of he the the, the woman, she did ha- she had tears in her private parts. There was there was proof that he may have done this. It wasn't some Slam dunk thing where Ben is just innocent. Like now, look, he was innocent. I don't know if he the NFL suspended him, and and, you know he got his six games. I believe it was. It might have originally been eight, and they cut it down because he was on good behavior. But there was tears in her, her private parts. There was there was you know lesions. I believe is the word. There was he had his cop buddy, and you know they all covered it up and lied about it. So make whatever about that you want. But let's be honest here for one second when you hear the name Roethlisberger, what's the first thing you think?
0: Get route, Get more rowdy than Roethlisberger in a bathroom stall
1: you're but, yeah, we've all seen there's these great pictures out there of him shit faced just standing there like all oh, like uh, basically exactly how you would picture him drunk he's, exa- he's he's this he's a fat, gross, ugly pig to begin with. I ne- look. I'm not in the best shit in my life. Okay. I peaked in high school. Give me a break, America. You don't like it then, you know, whatever he, this dude is a pro football player. He looks like a bag of shit. You know, the expression five pounds of shit in a 10 bag. No, no 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. That's Ben Roethlisberger, man. So Pittsburgh should, should just relax with the cheater crap. Your, your franchise had a head coach who tried tripping a dude. You employed a steroids doctor for decades You've had two incidents with footballs. Chill with the cheater shit. You guys have plenty of your own cheater crap. Your quarterback's a known raper. It's a raper. I don't want to hear about cheaters. I'm tired of it.
0: I don't know how I'm going to tell my children about Ben Roethlisberger and his legacy. I just really don't. Oh, his legacy I don't. Gonna, I, don't I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know how I'm supposed to sit there to my children when they see Big Ben getting uh, – when they see a wide receiver throwing a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl instead of Big Ben, I don't know what I'm gonna say to my shoulder about Big Ben's legacy. I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm just gonna have to turn off the T V and I don't know. It's gonna be pretty disgusting.
1: Oh his his he is
0: disgusting.
1: His Super Bowl stats are like as disgusting as his jawline. He is his his stats are atrocious. I think he has a sixty nine rate. Sixty-nine point something in Super Bowls. Yeah, you know, his stats suck in Super Bowls. People talk about he's a very good player, very very good quarterback. He's an NFL Hall of Famer, and in my opinion. You know, he's better than Eli, and I'd probably say he's better than Rivers overall. But impossible got to like impossible got to defend. Um, we saw the typical responses from some people. You know, well, you guys had a known murderer on your team. Yeah, well, you know what? The Patriots released his ass immediately. You know, they didn't. We don't hype this dude up as a hero, you know. Go Hernandez, like go get him. You know, break a leg, Tiger. Look, when he killed himself, we all, you know, it was only sad because he was a waste of talent. It wasn't a waste, you know. He was a piece of shit. We don't pretend like he was a good guy. You know, we don't defend him. We don't pretend like he was this great guy. You guys are pref- defending a rapist. Relax, you know. Relax. Big
0: rape. Yeah. Yeah, please relax. I have another one that's pretty good and they go together. So I it hasn't really gotten this much hype, but take a drink every time you see highlights of the Pats and the Rams rematch from the Pats and the Rams' uh, rematch from earlier. Um and also um take a take a little shot, finish your drink every time they say you know, the, this is where the dynasty started. Will it end here? Like if the, pay, if, the, if the Rams get a lead or whatever like that. And also, if Kurt Warner is mentioned, take a drink. And if you see Kurt Warner on the broadcast, finish your drink. Because I think this is going to happen a fair amount.
1: Kurt Warner, very good player. Um, he had some great years. People love to talk about how that's where the dynasty began. We've all seen the clips now. He stuck, um, up, for the,
0: he stuck up for the Patriots.
1: Say again? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you.
0: He stuck he's, uh, stuck up for the Patriots when, Mal, when Marshall Falk was talking about how they were cheaters and the only one because they were cheating and taping practices where they weren't. And Kirk yeah. Warner said, "All well, it's true. I mean, go months. back and
1: rewatch the game, Super Bowl 36. You're a little bit younger than me. Um, for me, that was, you know, I was – I've been, you know, I watched some Drew Bledsoe years and the first Super Bowl there, the loss to the Packers. and So that 2001 team was a lot of fun. Um, beating the Rams, they were, I think – the biggest underdogs in, in Super Bowl history at that point, to the Rams and the greatest show on Turf. And right so early on, the Patriots set the tone with to Tabaki Jones smacking the life out of uh, Tory Holt. and they just beat the oblivion out of him. So Marshall Falk can cry me a friggin river with his cheating bullshit. Uh, Warner has had some things to say in the past. I had a great thread I can dig up for you on my, um, my original Twitter handle was at DLB2. And um, it's long gone now, but you can still find it. If you search his, his handle plus Jermaine Wiggins, plus me, um, I'll actually dig them up for you. There was a long thread of all of us just discussing it. Me, hate him, him and Wiggins. And um, so, you know, Warner used to say some stuff. He used to say it was sketchy. You know, you didn't know where the tapes went, blah, blah, blah. And Wiggins was, you know, telling him, look, we just beat the hell out of you guys. You know, the next year I played for the Panthers or he, Wiggins played for the Panthers a couple years later. And, um, you know, it was actually an interesting thread looking back on it, but I'm sure that Kurt Warner will come up a few times. And um, in your personal opinion, who would you consider a better quarterback while we're on it? Kurt Warner or Ben Roethlisberger?
0: I don't know. That's pretty tough. Big yeah, Warner you know, I'd fan. have to I'd agree. You know, Warner had
1: some, he had that, those, the downtime in between, but at his peak, he was pretty special, you know, and, He said some things in the past. It's cool that he said that because I've never bought into the bullcrap that there were, you know... Spygate wasn't against the rules. The practice stuff was all bullcrap. You know, there was nothing ever came of it. It was some guy, his name was... I think his name was Matt Walsh. He never provided any of the tapes. The Boston Herald had to apologize. Uh, That dipshit, that idiot who I just loathe. I see his face and I want to punch him in the fucking face. His name was... Tomasi, is that his name? John Tomasi. Oh yeah. man, John I loathe. Tomasi. I loathe that man. Him and his stupid ass face. Just, just want to punch him in it, you know. And you have Tomasi started that whole thing, and look, you know, they ignored a memo. So you can cry about the spygate shit all you want. They weren't breaking rules at the time, so whatever. Now, I have a good one for you. This is kind of. You know Chris Hogan hasn't had a great year. How do you feel about taking a shot or, you know, drinking some of your beer every time they? T- do you believe they'll they'll talk about Chris Hogan, former lacrosse
0: player? I'm sure they will. I, I can probably assure you. If he has a big catch, they'll they'll go over, over all the history of Chris Hogan's career. He's had a down career, but if he was a former former Bill plays yeah. lacrosse. I can just see it now. It's gonna happen. The next one I have, actually, is take a shot – or not take a shot. Take a drink every time that they show the picture of Todd Gurley <laughs> and Sonia Michelle being teammates. It's going to happen. I can assure you this. They're going to see the little pictures of them when Todd Gurley was playing and Sonia Michelle were both playing. and pretty funny, actually, they, that they're both starting running well, backs. Well, we've talked successful. a little bit
1: about um... – you know, um so we've talked a little bit about Todd Gurley in the past week. We talked about diabetes man on the other side. You know, um
0: yeah. Oh yeah, CJ Anderson. That scares the crap so out of us. Let's, let's hope sure. that
1: we see you know, at this point we might be rooting for Todd Gurley. <laughs> so we might be hoping to see, you know, more Todd Gurley on the field than like I said last week, we we want him to be, you know. Painfully average, so that we don't even have to see CJ Anderson. We wanted to be just good enough to not get benched, and just bad enough to not do shit in the game. I mean, if in the biggest game of his life they they leaned heavily on a man who is an Eminem away from losing a toe. Um, they look. Todd Gurley really is a great player, but he's another guy. You know, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of him In the pictures of him with Sony and. You know, there's a little bonus to that. Do you think that – now, I believe Nick Chubb is also on that team, correct? Do you think we'll see any pictures of the three of them?
0: He was. Th- there could be if, they, if there yeah, is. We I might agree. As well if, if you see drink. a picture
1: of the three of them, absolutely, absolutely take a drink. I'll let you do the next one. What do you got? Let's see what
0: you got left on your list there. I'm trying to think. I think we kind of spitballed them all. I think we kind of spitballed them all. I don't have any others. Maybe if you guys have some suggestions, tweet us so I can finish this list. I kind of hope to—I kind of hope to make a picture, or like a bingo card of it, and we can just like play the. Everyone can kind of print it out or use it on their phone. We can all do it together because I'm definitely <laughs> down. <to> do it. <laughs> you,
1: you will. All. I remember. I'll, um, I'll never forget you made the um, the patch chat logo. You managed to piss off all of Twitter with that one. I don't even know why. <laughs> I don't even know why people are mad about that. I've never been able to fix- – remember all the people like, oh, man, you guys and, – and they didn't get it. Like, this is the whole point. You guys are mad. It's funny.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, it definitely is funny. Hey, by the way, for our Patriots fans' follows, what do you guys think Mike, Loic- Mike Loico <laughs> is doing at this time? Noted racist. Do you guys think he's got a burner? He's doing about as tune? much as like, Scott Kaxmar. Um it. Oh, they're both fired. Oh, that's great. It's incredible. They can both watch the game and just be absolutely well, I mean, <laughs> this shit together. Look,
1: man, Caxmar—he uh, was doing okay. You know, you can have stats that say the AFC East sucks. Okay, there's plenty of stats that say it doesn't suck, and that it's actually the best conference. I don't know if I'm totally buying. I know factually, it's—it's it's, if you—if you don't include division winners, it's still like the most winning division. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's the best. You know, we, we know that the Jets and the Dolphins and the Bills mostly suck. I'd tell you that it's probably pretty average, but the stats will tell you it's actually the best. And then he'll provide all the stats that tell you, no, 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 it sucks. It's like the worst You know, of all the elite quarterbacks and all that. But his real fail mistake was when he called us dumb. He had a tweet. He said, no, I just don't like you guys because you're stupid. And I remember I tweeted him and I said, cry idiot, you know, and, <laughs> and I remember thinking, boy, that was a weird tweet from this big account. And he just says, I don't like you to totally single us out was kind of a shitty thing. And.
0: He He's really is, man. Thunk, yeah. He
1: has a serious vendetta. He 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 doesn't like the Patriots. He, he straight up told us he doesn't like us. He doesn't like his, us Patriots fans. And Look, I, if. If he wants to push his agenda, whatever, man. But to totally single us out and call us stupid, to get some some likes and retweets, because let's be honest, you know, people hate the Patriots, they hate they hate the fans. They believe it or not, Bryson, there are probably people on Twitter that don't like you or I. I oh
0: am goodness. not kidding. Are you, you kidding me? I know this. These- <laughs> I wonder what other fans think because there Patriots are there are there are Patriots
1: fans. I always got that Liam kid tweeting me, telling me to shut up, and it's like, dude, I don't even know who you are. All I know is about some girl named Megan. That's what I always. I don't know. That's legitimately the only thing I know about the kid is Megan, and that it like she made him cry, and she didn't know who he was. But he always quotes my tweets and talks shit.
0: Oh, brother. <laughs> All right, LB. I think we. I think we've got the drinking game covered. I think we've got it all covered. We'll make a good list and we'll we'll have LB and Bryson's drinking game and we'll all play. It'll be extremely fun. We'll make like a hashtag or something stupid like that. Alright, next thing, let's talk about the actual game. We'll talk about it a little bit. There's going to be plenty of X's and O's guys that do it way better than us, but this is bro science here and that's the way we love it. So let's start off with the Patriots offense versus the Rams defense. It's probably the easiest way to do it. So as a Patriots fan, in my opinion, we might disagree, but the way to beat the Rams is probably to spread them out or to use 21 personnel, you spread them out or use 21 personnel and then spread them out. Either way use to make use of the two backs, Devlin, you know how they'll motion Devlin out and make some plays or they'll just run the ball with Devlin, which is where they're at their best. Maybe it's, maybe they spread and tread a little bit, but I don't, I have a hard time believing that the Patriots are going to be able to consistently run the ball against the Rams and I think the worst thing for the Patriots would be to be in those third and seven situations where you can just really unleash the pass rush. And if the Patriots are behind them down a distance, it's going to be a very long game for them, even though they have Tom Brady, who I have complete faith in they completing these long third down situations. And I think the Rams secondary is a little suspect, especially they play a whole lot of zones. So I think it can be had. They can be had in the screen game. They're kind of fast team. I think they can be had, but at the same time, I think the Patriots might have a tough sled and running, but if the Patriots can run the ball, it's going to be a long game for the Rams. But I really don't see the Patriots struggling. Um, what do you, think?
1: you know, I, I like what you said about the 21 personnel. I do like, they've been really, really good um, with Brady under center, where, like you said, they motion Devlin out. And, um, you know, you, you got Sony lined up right behind him. They've actually done a nice job with that. Um Brady's still so good, man. You know, you can go shotgun with him. There are so many quarterbacks in today's NFL that don't, that simply can't pass um, under center, where they're just, they're uncomfortable under center, you know, and that's because the college game these days is so much spread them out and, you know, air raid and everything's done from the shotgun, but Brady, he's been very, very good under center, dropping back, because like you mentioned earlier, his technique and his footwork, he's so good, man, and you know, there there were some some unbelievable play designs that we saw versus Kansas City, where he had literally every guy was wide open, and if he had actually gone to Devlin down the field, I mean, Devlin was he was going to have a big touchdown reception in that game. If if you know, ultimately he went to I believe Edelman, which is you know the right decision. But I I I agree in the sense where I don't see them running the ball totally successfully. I would like for them to try a little bit. Um, you know, maybe loosen them up a little bit with with some dump offs to backs with some, uh, I love the screen game. I like the idea of a few jet sweeps run right away from those guys. We know about Donald. We know about Sue. Sue can be had Donald. Eh, he, he seems to have a, a knack for just making the play either way. You know, you run away from him. He still makes the play. He's just that good. You know, so you had some great breakdowns last week, I believe about Sue and how Sue can be had in the run game. And You know, the Patriots have had success against him when he was in Miami. And I don't necessarily – I don't love the idea of Brady throwing the ball 50 times anymore. I just – and it's not because he's not as good or anything. It's because I just – I'm not totally crazy about this wide receiver core. Dorsett stepped up. He's played really well. Gronk's looked a lot better. Um, But like we know, no Josh Gordon. Um, You know – I love the idea of, of James White being heavily involved. I love the idea of getting Gronk involved. I love the idea of Edelman being heavily involved. Um, n- real quickly, before we switch, what, how, what do you make of the matchup between Nikel Roby, Colbin, uh, I'm sorry, Coleman, who calls himself the slot god and Julian Edelman? Who do you think wins that battle? Well,
0: Roby Coleman's actually supposed to be one of the best slot defenders this year, but out of Brady's, I think, I believe out of Brady's, all the players over Brady's career that he's targeted, he's picked on Roby Coleman the most and have had, has had real success against him. I think Ike Taylor has had the highest passer rating against Tom Brady. It's like 144, and then Roby Coleman's like a 120 or something like that, so it's something crazy high. So even though he's been successful in the NFL, I think he will get heavily picked on in this game, just like I think Marcus Peters was at Tom. time, and I think the Patriots will really try to stay away from Tlaib because he'll probably they'll probably they usually play sides, so I, they'll probably just designate Hogan to that side. And Hogan actually is just a sneaky quick guy, so maybe Hogan can have some success against Talib. I know here he kind of had a little bit of trouble with those quicker guys. Maybe we could like compare his quickness to like Richard Sherman. He's been a lot better as of late. But I think Talib could probably be had if he if Talib lined up against Edelman, he's abusing him all game. And Tlaib Talib was noticeably. Uh, getting abused by Gronk. There's a lot of stories about Talib guarding Gronk in practice and practicing Gronk just absolutely abusing him, which is a different Gronk. But I think the Patriots have a lot of good matchups. But again, you know, if these guys aren't getting open, it'll be a long game for him. But I think uh, Josh McDaniels will have a great Super Bowl plan and maybe we'll see Patterson get some handoffs, which I want because he's easily the most talented player on the Patriots offense right now. I don't even think it's close. He's the most explosive player. But I think we should definitely see a lot of, Burkhead and James White and the same sets and then you have those sets with Sonny Michelle and James White or Sonny Michelle and James Devlin. I think they'll do a good job at this. The only thing that scares me about the Rams is that at times they can cover really well, but they do play a lot of zones. So I don't know. I don't think the Rams have a whole lot of great matchups, but if Donald and Sue can disrupt things from the middle. That's where they're going to wreck the game. And I think they'll try to stay away from Tlaib. But I think the Patriots will have – Well, Josh
1: has plans. been great this postseason. it has been great. Phenomenal. Um, I think with a lot of their running game, they've really set up some of these jet sweeps. I could definitely see Patterson ripping off a big jet sweep. I really could. Even even um, Dorsett. I could see Dorsett having a, having a big run. You know, I don't know why it's in my head, but there's usually that weird Patriots player, especially it seems offensively, that kind of has – you Know a, a nice game from so I could see Burkhead really having a nice game for himself. Um, when Sony's in the game, it's we know the numbers, it's it's he's he's very much so he he gives up a lot of keys. You know, you know, when he's in the game, he's pretty much going to be a run a running play. Um, Burkhead brings both elements, whereas James White, you pretty much usually know it's either going to be a draw on third down or it's going to be you know, it's going to be a lot of passing. Burkhead, you don't really know. Burkhead is more of the X factor, I think, right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they can use these players for many different things. And like Zone, you can get these dump-offs. And we've seen Burkhead and White both have success in these little dump-offs and breaking some tackles, actually, as of late. James White has really gotten better in his career over that. I actually think the most important thing is I know Patriots haven't scored in the first quarter of any of their Super Bowls. That's correct. correct. I was going to say I think they had a field goal
1: last year. (laughs) But no, I don't think they've scored a touchdown, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, in my opinion, the key to the game is who gets a toss, who scores first, and how do they control the game? Because both of these teams are kind of similar. Like um, the the Rams really rely on play action; they're one of the best play action teams in the NFL. So so is the Patriots. They rely heavily on the run game. They're kind of similar teams. Uh, the Rams run a whole lot more 11 personnel than the Patriots. But whoever gets up first, whoever can build a big lead and kind of make the other team one-dimensional, I think that's the key to the game here. If the Patriots can kind of jump on them and get a big lead, that's key. But if if the, if the Rams put the Patriots in a position where they're thrown 50 times to or set and Julian Edelman, and you know the pass is coming. It's going to be a rough day now. For the now
1: Patriots. you you just started us off. You said um, the Patriots versus the Rams defense. How do you feel about the Rams offense versus the Patriots defense? What do you see there?
0: I actually thought about this earlier. I think the the worst case scenario for the Patriots off Patriots defense versus the Rams offense is what you saw. In Super Bowl 51, in the first half, where the Falcons remember all those toss cracks, they ran to the outside, all those different play action plays. I think that's a worst case scenario. If the Patriots aren't setting the edge and aren't getting to the outside, I think they could have trouble like that. But at the same time, the, you could look to the second half and see where the Patriots could have success on defense as well. And they don't really have a Julio Jones either. And I think the Patriots' secondary matches up. Pretty good with the Rams players. Not sure if Gilmore will shatter Cooks or Woods. I don't think it really. I don't think it really matters that much. I think you you might as well just put Gilly on Cooks. I would say, but I think for this game, the Patriots have to set the edge. The Rams really are going to probably rely heavily on running to the edge and trying kind of challenging the Patriots' speed at linebacker, like the Falcons did. But set the edge, Patriots got to set the edge and stop the run. In my opinion, the Patriots want to be successful. Just force golf to beat you. Just play man. You're going to get beat some. You have the corners and secondary that you're going to lean heavily on. Just play man and load up the front, go all out on the the blitzes, just pressure golf. smack the shit out of him, and try to build a lead and create some plays that way because – Man, I don't I don't think that this is going to be a bend-don't-break game for the Patriots. They're not going to be able to – this Rams offense is just so efficient. You're going to have to take some risks to win this game, which Brian Flores has done. You know, he's taken some risks to win these games. And we saw in the last Super Bowl where the Eagles kind of just dinked and dunked their way. The Patriots didn't really take away anything. I think in this game the Patriots should – are absolutely gonna say you're not gonna run the ball. We're gonna take play away- action away from you. Can you throw the ball 50 games and be- 50 times and beat us? I think it's funny you hit on
1: that. it a little bit later there. I totally agree with the idea that you you pretty much want to force Jared Goff to beat you. It's not a knock on Goff. He had a very good year. We've talked about it in the past few weeks. Um, 32 touchdowns, almost 4,600 yards, a rate of over 100, and just 12 picks. He's a very nice quarterback. You know he's. The numbers are all a little bit inflated in 2018 passing the ball, but you know what? He had nice. He had a nice year. Um, the thing about golf is his numbers dropped. Uh, you'd probably know the numbers better than me. His numbers versus pressure are just way, way, way down compared to him versus a clean pocket. I think it's a rate of around 120 when he has a clean pocket, and when he has when he's pressured, he's just not the same player. Um, I like their two wide receivers. You know, I, I don't think either is as good as Tyreek Hill. You know, Brandon Cooks to me is almost like a poor man's Tyreek Hill. He's very, very, very fast. Um, he doesn't do as many things as, as Tyreek Hill does. He's just mostly just really fast and runs past you. Cooks, Cooks has shown the ability that he can change a football game. You know, I'm not a huge Cook guy. I, I think you'd probably agree. You know, He's, he has some talent there. The Talent's there. Mentally, I don't know if he's all there. He doesn't love to go across the middle. He doesn't love to get hit. But we saw what he did to us Jacksonville last year, and Jacksonville had that incredible defense, and in the AFC Championship game, he just abused that secondary. Um, I have it in my head. I know you said on Cooks. In my head, I see Gileon Woods, who has become a, you know, he had over 1,200 yards this year. You know, itch. He is. He's a good player. I, I'm not going to tell player, you yeah. he's, you know, I think Troy Aikman said he's arguably the best in the NFL, and I don't know what he was. He was playing our drinking game, I guess, when he said that. But he's a good player. Um, 1,200 yards, again, numbers are a little bit inflated. But in in any NFL era, you know, if you can put up 1,200 yards as the number two option, you're a good player. So, yes, they missed Cup, but Robert Woods has replaced that production. He's been very, very good. I could see Gilly on Cooks. um, I'm sorry. I could see Gilly on Woods in this game. And I could actually see a little bit of what we saw in the AFC Championship game like I said, I, I said Hill is almost like a poor man's. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Cooks is like a poor man's Tyreek Hill. I, I would you be stunned if we saw as much Jonathan Jones on Cooks as we saw Jonathan Jones on Tyreek Hill in the AFC Championship game?
0: I don't know. The thing that scares me about the the Rams offense and the Patriots playing so much man is at times what what'll happen is. Um, the Rams will attack them horizontally, and you'll get cooks going across the formation and catching the ball. Where he's just—it's so hard to guard that guy if he's going horizontally so fast. Same with Robert Woods—you'll—you'll you'll, kind of get into those. I think we'll see the Patriots at times struggle with that, where they'll—they'll they'll play that cover zero or cover one, and just the—the the Rams are going horizontally across the field. And that's what scares me the most for the Patriots. So when the Rams wide receivers catch the ball, they got to be able to tackle them. And really knock the shit out of him. Yeah, hopefully that team. that air
1: hole comes to Cooks. Uh, Woods, <laughs> Woods is a former Bill. I I, I don't <laughs> remember him being you know like a Patriot killer or him talking too much shit. Um, let's hope that if I have to pick one guy getting smoked or laid out, I'm going to go with Cooks. Now you you've been picking matchups. How do you feel about the Rams defense in this? I'm sorry, the um. If you had to pick one thing in this game for an x factor on both sides, your x factor on the Patriots defense, where would you go
0: oh, probably probably the front you know if the if if we if the Patriots get a game where Malcolm Brown and Danny Shelton these guys are really struggling on the inside, I just don't see how they could win that game mm-hmm. unless Tom Brady scores fifty points. Because what'll end up happening is similar to the first half against Atlanta. Like I said, it it seems like those toss cracks in the past have really killed the Patriots. Which they haven't they haven't really this year. I don't think they've done better at setting the edge. But if the Patriots can't set the edge and get just get off those blocks on the inside, it'd be a long day with all the Rams. Just they have a great they have a great offensive line. Have we seen it's and I think if if the if the Rams can just get into third and short, second and short. Man, it's going to be a long game. It's going to be like a, a, a replay of the Eagle Super Bowl, where the Patriots just can't get off the field because it's so hard. Because you have Todd Gurley and Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks and all those guys, and third and short, and Sean McVay, and it's just too hard. Which is why I think you should really just take some chances. And they're going to make their big plays, but take some chances, try to get some turnovers. Because man, if our if the Patriots uh. front isn't playing well, oh, I agree, really you, man. You know, I'm
1: in my opinion. and I'll. I'll- I'll go a little bit further and I like what you just said. Cause I totally agree. I'll say a big X factor in this game is all of the defensive backs, not named Stefan Gilmore. They've been really good. Um, it's been a very good unit this year. Overall. In my, in my opinion, we, I remember years where they used to just get cooked by everybody. And I mean, it'd get oh, it's terrible. And, oh and this year's felt a lot better with JC Jackson. Um, I know you're not a big Jason McCourty guy, but, you know, you can you can do worse. We've seen worse in Patriots uniforms than uh, Jason McCordy.
0: These a
1: respect. So I'll say I, I like what you said. Player. I like I like your um. You know, I, I think like you said, Malcolm Brown, Danny Shelton. I have good faith in the linebackers. I feel good about. Landon Roberts has done really has been really good in his role lately, especially this year. Uh, High Tower's really obviously come on. Um, Kyle Van Noy is a guy making a name for himself. He's played excellent. I could, I'll say all of the defensive backs, not named (laughs) Stephon Gilmore. I think we pretty much know Gilmore is a great player and what he is at this point. He might be the best in the game. Now, who do you see being on the Rams defense, not named, not named Aaron Donald, who do you see being a guy that could really really be a big factor in this game? Is there anybody that scares you?
0: I uh, definitely I think Sue's not the same player, but he could definitely wreck some games. I think, um, you know, to leave at the same time and then Brockers, if Brockers is playing well, it's and you gotta block all three of those guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough. <laughs> I hope our boy Trent Brown is ready for the matchup as well as Shaq Mason and all those guys. But to to the Patriots credit, they blocked the Eagles front really well last year, which is kind of a similar front which with Brandon Graham and and um, Fletcher Cox and all those guys. So I think they they can do they can do it. They can block the front. They did it. They've done it before. But man, you know, if the if the Patriots interior line plays bad, it's just going to be a long. Day. Now I kind of give you my
1: X factor on Patriots. offense already. I kind of said Burkhead. Who could you see being a big factor offensively for the Patriots? Maybe an, an under the radar guy. I'll also real quickly I'll say. Um, Trent Brown, I like I like that they have a guy like they have a couple intimidating guys. They have um Sue, they have Donald. Those are two guys that are, you know, intimidating in their own right, you know, like Donald's the most ripped up defensive lineman you'll ever see in your life. We all saw the shirtless picks this week, I think. You know, he's got a six-pack, like he's dude is just a monster. And Sue's intimidating more because he'll kick you in the balls, quite literally. He'll he's a dirty guy, you know, and he'll literally just, you know. <laughs> I really – I could see Trent Brown. I think sometimes football is also simple in the sense where you look across the field and you see a man like Trent Brown, who's, you know, whatever. You'd, you'd know his measures. He is just a giant, and I like how, it's how he brings some intimidation to the Patriots' offense on the offensive line. I see him in, I see him in Burkhead as kind of X factors, you know?
0: Yeah, I also think with uh, Wade Phillips – trying to confuse Tom Brady. Definitely the X factor is Tom Brady and David Andrews' brain, sliding the protection and figuring out – being able to figure out where the Rams are sending pressure, whether or not, because if if the Patriots O-line can just get it together, communicate, I don't think they'll have a – they'll have an extremely tough time blocking this front. I think they've blocked, they've blocked fronts that are um, – the Eagles front is – is the Eagles front that much worse last year, and they they had Nate Solder. I mean, this is this is a really good Patriots offensive line. So I think if David Andrews and Tooney and those guys can step it up, it'll be a great day for the Patriots offense. I'm not too worried. Also, max factor is probably Cordero Patterson because I think at some po- I think at some oh point man, I love it. I love
1: hearing that. Yeah, you know, we
0: a little je- a little jet. Oh, dude, now it's gonna happen. I think
1: so. You might be onto something with that one. I, I like that little jet sweep pass. I, I I gotta say, I like that man. You know, we haven't seen the trickery yet. They haven't needed it necessarily, and maybe if I guess you, you could have expected it in the AFC Championship game, but they didn't need it. They just their trick was just give the ball to Brady and let him do what he does in the clutch, man, and hit it. Um, okay, who could you see being an X factor for the Rams offense?
0: Well, I think the X factor is probably Robert Woods. I'd say either Robert Woods or, or Todd Gurley. You know, I think um I think that Gilly is gonna lock down one of those players, but definitely if if Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks can make plays on a Gilmore and they can the other guy can keep the drive going, it'll be that's the X factor for the Rams because I think I think the Patriots just kind of kind of go all out to stop the run, but and those Rams pass catching backs are also good as well. So I think Robert Woods got to, Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks has to. Be I like those actually. I do because I keep them. thinking
1: of Cook's speed, and I keep wondering if that could be a factor. Um, I'll go into I'll take a page out of your out of your playbook. I'll say the Rams' offensive line, the whole damn unit. What can they do? Can they protect Jared Goff? Can they get the running game going? I think right now the Patriots want to play bully ball and they want to smack you around. And that always starts in the trenches. And I think that if the Rams can protect Goff and keep him clean, Patriots could be in for a long day defensively. And um, I saw a statistic where it said the Patriots have been running more stunts and they've been the best at it in the NFL from a certain point. It might've just been this postseason, but either way, they've been running a ton of stunts. They've been running a lot of stuff in the defensive line. If the Rams offensive line, doesn't have a great day. (laughs) They, they, I I don't know. I don't know. But I know obviously every quarterback needs to be protected. If you don't protect them, you're in for a long day. Even Tom Brady, he's the goat. It's not even a debate, but golf really struggles. If the Rams offensive line doesn't protect golf, they don't get a running game going. It's going to be a long day for them. I could, if they don't protect golf, I think golf can be had. I could see him throwing a couple picks. If he doesn't have time,
0: I really could. Yeah, I think we. I think the Patriots should sacrifice some big plays for just going all out to try to confuse Goff and send him pressure his yeah, way from I, different I, areas. I, I
1: always trust you on that stuff. I'll, I'll honestly always ask you that stuff. I feel I know the game well, but you're really good with that stuff. I always like – I'll even just come in sometimes, I'll be like, hey, Bryson, man, you know, what do you, does this team run a lot of zones? Does this team run a lot of man? And, you know, you're usually pretty on top of that. Now, I, I know you've said that – Bell Belichick said the other day that – um that the Rams run a lot of zone and, you know, I think this should be a great game, man. I think it's a great matchup.
0: Yeah. He, it is. Also, he said that Wade Phillips defense really Damn hasn't been really. that much in 30 years. He's he probably running the same
1: one. Way. My dad used to talk yeah. a lot about, my dad always called Wade bum because he always, known, you know, his dad was known as bum Phillips and my dad would always, oh, dude, I, I want to hear this.
0: about him. Oh, I don't think anyone knows this. Actually. There's a, there's a book about um, the mafia ties in West Virginia, which are actually Greek mafia ties. And at one point in the book, um, the mob essentially is hanging out with bum Phillips and bum goes, they try every week. They bum Phillips is betting on NFL games and they're, they pay the, uh, they pay the cashier off to take his bets because they can't figure out his bets from behind him. So they, they were basically bumming Bum-Wade's bets off. To no make- way. He was betting Dude, on NFL that's games. like a pretty big – that's a big pod drop yeah. right there.
1: So you're telling me, Wade, that bum that Bum-Phillips, who is a legendary – you know, he was a legendary coach in his own I – be- I believe he was in Houston for a long time with the Oilers and the Earl Campbell days, I believe. Um, so you're telling me that he was actually betting on games. Yep.
0: Yeah, not only that, he was in the same place, same time as the mob as, oh. well, as Art Rooney was as wow. well. Wow, I I, I I didn't know any of that. Come to come to. <laughs> yeah, the the. Uh the mob essentially said they fixed 10 games per week back in the day. I don't know what it's like now, but back then they had so much, they had so much power. They probably still do, but yeah, Art Rooney, Bum Phillips, all these guys were in the same vicinity as the mob. So that's come to your own conclusions. Pretty crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, you know, I
1: always like to think that these games aren't rigged and I hate to think about it. people used to say that the 2007 Super Bowl was rigged and the giants were, but Jesus, man, you know, we all know about Donahue and the NBA and all that shit. I hate to ever think a game just rigged, but Jesus, man, who knows what Wade's up to? Wade, and, and Wade Phillips, by the way, if if you're a Patriots fan, you search his uh, his handle, you're probably blocked because he blocks and You know, it's funny because he's actually kind of good at Twitter for like an old guy. <laughs> if that makes sense to be good at Twitter. You know, some people just kind of like they get it. They know how to be funny on Twitter. He's actually kind of a unique follow. You know, he says some funny stuff. And for a guy that I've never liked, you know, he's sort of likable on Twitter. I kind of, you know, I can't stand him. Something about his face just has that face, you know, and I just never really liked the guy too much. But, yeah, he, he's really quick to block people on Twitter. He loves blocking people.
0: That's such a shame. I think the one of the last things I'm going to say before I get here, they're going to talk a whole lot about Wade Phillips matchups versus Tom Brady, but this is also when Wade Phillips had Von Miller and the excellent Broncos defense. I don't really think we could take much from that. I think that, that the Broncos were just kind of a different team, but when Brady needed to be successful against the Broncos. Yeah. Like I mean, teams, we all
1: know the big works. throw to, to Gronk in that game. Um, Wade was in Buffalo. I believe that was a long time ago, but we remember Wade in uh, in Dallas, and, and I believe off the top of my head, he was the head coach of that Dallas team in 2007. Correct? Yeah, and the Patriots had their way. Um, yep. We all, I, I remember the big Stallworth play, the big touchdown pass to Stallworth, where you know Wade Wade. I'll give him I'll always give him credit for that 2015 championship game. He had a great game plan, but he had a great defense too. And they asked him about it the other day on NFL Network. <laughs> he basically even said, you know, well that was a special unit. That's one of the best defenses ever and you know, it, it was it was a great incredible unit. That was a ta- there was talent everywhere at every level in that defense. There was talent. This Rams defense has talent, but they do not have that They're you know, it, it's going to be tough to ever replicate the 2015 Broncos that Denver, you know, that Denver defense cuz now Peyton Manning had a noodle for arm. He sucked and they still the, you know, Jamie Collins Fuck fuck Jamie Collins, man. You know, I man, I said I wasn't gonna swear as much tonight on this pod, but you know, here I am thinking about Jamie Collins, thinking about Brandon Cooks, and I'm fired up, man. Jamie Collins getting cooked by Owen Daniels. Ugh. God. Oh dude, it makes me sick. Disgusting. One of my cats that? just took a crap. It stinks. Ugh. <laughs>
0: LB, I think we talked. I think we talked enough about this game. I'm so excited for it. I'm going to pick the Patriots to win. Not going to say a score. What? Well, I saw your number earlier. I think Patriots
1: you said so. I actually, you know what? You said you wouldn't pick a score. I won't even reveal it. I'll take. Yes, I, I think the Patriots will win. Um, it's weird because I don't have a f- great feel for this one. I don't know what how to explain it. Um, I just don't know what to expect. I could see them winning. 24 to 10, I could see them losing, you know, by, by three points, I could see them losing by 10 if things went great for the Rams. But I really, I I like the Patriots in this game. Um, I don't buy into the fact that it will be a blowout. I think it'll be another close Super Bowl. but I'll take any win, man. Get get number six, um, get Brady and Bill to six and three. And the Rams had a great year. It was a fun year for them. I'm sure that they'll be back again at some point, but you know, I just – I can't pick the Rams. I don't think they're there yet, and I think the Patriots are a team on a mission right now. I think it's – I think the Patriots should win this one.
0: we love to see it. Everyone will cry, and, of course, we will see you all win or lose after the Super Bowl. Thanks for coming on. Oh, IV. I love you more, buddy. You, you handsome Go son
1: events. of a bitch. Go Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, man.